So thank you for having us. Good to have you. Now, firstly, Namibia, touchdown, project uh, mission accomplished. Tell us a little bit about your arrival and and, uh, just describe some of the trip for us. Yeah, so it's, it's obviously been a, a multi-day trip. Um, so we've we've uh, crossed the border from Uppington, between Uppington and, and uh, Grinnell, or uppington Karasburg, which is uh, Ariam Slay. And that was interesting, just getting the car across, across the border and explaining what we're going to do here. Um, I think that was the first bit of excitement we had after driving 800 kilometers only on the sun from Pretoria, which is phenomenal. We had a full battery when arriving at the border. Uh, we made our way up to Ketmanswip and to Marintal, where we had a bit of a, a thunder shower, which was actually beautiful to, to go through. Um, we also covered some good distance. And um, uh, now we're in Vintuk, and Vintuk was actually uh, a phenomenal uh, um, test. Mm. Because on the day that we arrived in, in Vintuk yesterday, there was a lot of clouds, you know, mm. going from Marintal to, to Vintuk is a little bit uphill, so you have, a, have that uh, extra energy usage for the uphill. And this morning we are preparing to, to go to Swakop, and hopefully, if we've got enough energy, we're going we're gonna to go all the way to Hentis. So that's the plan for today. And then once there, you're going to be driving back or, or pack it all up and uh, travel back to SA in a different way? Yes. So, <laughs> so, so, so the mission uh, was just really to, to get there. Yeah. Um, it's, in, in itself, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a huge logistical um, experience uh, to, to just get there. So, no, we, we, we're not traveling on the roads with a car back again. Yeah. We, are, we are stopping off there. We are staying for a few days, resting up, recovering, and then we're putting it in a trailer and, and going back home. Look, I, I've been tracking the story on other platforms, and it's a massive logistical undertaking, as you said. Just describe to us how many students are involved and how they are involved in this project on an almost kilometer-by-kilometer basis. Yes, okay. So obviously the, the, the team itself that built the car, um, it, it's a variety of students, and it can be from first year, second year, third year, final year, masters, and, and then doctorate students. And um, we, not all of them on a trip, unfortunately. You know, some have other obligations, but we've got about uh, six students on the, on the trip with us, uh, from masters to, to first year level, and then also uh, about five or, or six staff members with us uh, from various faculties. And it's in, mostly engineering faculties and some 3D design um, and industrial design um, uh, colleagues as well. And these students really have to, they have been a part of the process from the, from the beginning. Mm. They have been a part of the design process for projects that they've done. They've been part of the procurement process. They've been part of the commissioning process, the implementation. And now they're driving the car. So two right. of the drivers is, is um, Meeple. We call him Mr. Death. And there's a story <laughs> behind it. <laughs> Meeple is our uh, one driver. And then we've got another driver, Ryan. And uh, they are students. The one of the master students, the one of the final year students. They've design parts of the car and now they're also driving the car and some of the these students are safety officers and um, you know there's, there's roles for each student mm. that, that just explain to us the one thing that you were almost guaranteed of on the route that you guys took is consistent mm-hmm. sun but that surely mm-hmm. then leads to discomfort in the cabin of the car. it must be incredibly hot there because <laughs> you also don't want to be using the energy that you are, are, are creating uh-huh. for 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 things like mm-hmm. an aircon yeah, of course, of course. So what we always say is the first question we get is how hot is it in there, and and you have an aircon. And no, we don't have an aircon. It's it's a it's a testing platform for technologies, yeah. right? So it's 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 not meant to compete with normal vehicles. It's got all the luxuries that you are used to. Um, it it does, however, conform to all the the safety requirements. So it does have airflow, a forced airflow with fan. And when you're driving, there's a there's a strategic uh, hole in the front that pushes air. It's a high pressure zone that pushes air into the cabin. Um, and uh, it does get hot. It, it can get um, probably close to 40 degrees on the inside, but they do have uh, 
half frozen or, or very cold camelbacks with them, and they they take in a lot of fluids um, and while driving. So we've got no risk to the drivers at all. We've, uh, we also change drivers every two hours maximum mm. to to uh, eliminate uh, possible driver fatigue and and other complications. So that. It's a beautiful thing and I, and I wish on behalf of all our listeners all the best to uh, your students and yourself with uh, what's left of this project and it's lovely to fly the TUT flag across the border to be flying it through the media all around the world. If I may ask you just a, a yes. very general question, Dr. Dr. Oestazen. Your, your thoughts on the combustion engine because seemingly regardless of whatever strides are made in other areas, seemingly we are destined to, to stay with this combustion engine for many, many years, though. Yeah, look, so that's a, sure, uh, I think some people will, will, will like the answer and some won't. And I think it's, <laughs> um, it's an infrastructure problem, but it's also a political problem. Um, I think that the government needs to adopt a, a notion of renewable energies and of change but there's there's a lot of um, change that comes with it. I mean, we you know a lot of our countries, especially South Africa's uh, income, come from a fuel levy. Mm. So mm. what do you do when a fuel levy is not there anymore? You can probably do an electricity levy in, in, in that sense, but there's complications to it. So I think we're still going to have combustion engines, internal combustion engines, for many many years. Although we'll we will see the introduction of these vehicles, of these alternative. Uh, um, energy vehicles uh, keep coming into the market bit by bit. Mm. I don't. I do not think for Africa at the moment it's on the cards to just have a complete transformation. Boom! There we go. It's all electric, uh, such as you see in America and then in, and in Europe. That's that's sure. probably not on the cards for us for for many years to come.